Howdy, and welcome back to the User Flows Podcast. My name is Thomas Morell, and this is a show where we talk about UX design and careers. This will be the final episode of 2021. I'm really excited for this. It's been quite a year. Um, and this podcast, I actually just wrote a blog post for this podcast just this morning entitled 21 Lessons Learned in 2021, my first year of podcasting. So I just want to share with you the things I've learned in this first year of fumbling through learning how to podcast. And trust me, there was a lot of fumbling. Um, I'm one full year in, started the first show in February, and it has been quite a journey. It's been fun, enlightening, rewarding, difficult, and stress-inducing all at the same time. But overall, I'm a happier and better person for having done it. As I explained in the first ever podcast, episode one, appropriately titled Welcome to the User Flows Podcast, I had been thinking about creating this podcast for nearly two years before I actually got around to recording for the first time. My goal for this year was to record 12 good podcasts. I don't know if I've recorded any good podcasts, but I did end up creating more than that. And in the middle of the year, I was having a great time creating shows and content to promote them. But, you know, life gets in the way. I moved my family to a new state. I went through the process of purchasing a new home in the craziest housing market uh, I've ever experienced. Eventually, I got wrapped up in getting my family comfortable in our new home. The show took a back seat, and rightfully so. The second half of this year has been amazing for my family and I, and I don't think I would have it any other way. And that's the great part about trying something new. You can sit around for forever thinking about something and not moving on it, fearful of failing, fearful of the thing not living up to your expectations, or just plain being too lazy to get started. And the thing is, though, is that once you've done it, once you've gotten whatever that thing is out there, all that worry, fear, self-loathing that goes along with thinking but not doing, all that just goes away and you're left with a somewhat peaceful feeling, um, a feeling of knowing that you at least tried. Even though this podcast has been no great smash hit, no show-stopping, life-changing event, um, it is mine. It was fun. It wasn't perfect. But it's out there, and for that, I feel like my goal has been accomplished. There are literally 1,001 different things I would change about the show, and some of them I may get actually get around to at some point. Um, this will, however, be the last blog post and podcast I will put out this year. Going to take a break for a little while. I'm looking forward to spending some time reflecting and just doing nothing outside of my family life and day job for a couple of months. I plan to begin recording in the second quarter of 2022, and I can't wait to share season two of the User Flows podcast with you then. So with that, I wanted to share the lessons I've learned in case you are interested in starting your own podcast. Maybe take up where I left off. Hopefully there is something here um, you can learn from without having to make the same mistakes that I did. The following is a short list of 21 lessons I learned in my first year of podcasting. Some obvious, some not so obvious. It's not a succinct list of everything I learned, but that list would really be a mile long. Um, just like the podcast, it's not perfect, but that's the point. It's me, flaws and all. Have a great 2022, everyone. Lesson one, podcasting is easier than you think. Seriously, all you need is a phone. You can make it exceptionally more complicated than that, but if you really wanted to, you could sign up for a service like anchor.fm, which provides everything you need to record a show directly from your phone and have a podcast up in a matter of hours. 
seriously, the fear of learning the technology for podcasting is what's holding you back. Don't let it. Lesson number two is podcasting is also a lot harder than you think. Okay, that's a 180 degree turnabout from the last lesson. Um, I meant what I said. Podcasting is easy, but making a show that people actually want to listen to and telling a great story is not easy. It takes a lot of practice, but storytelling is one of the most important things we as designers and creators can do. Practicing that art is really exactly what we should be doing to improve our skill set and craft on a constant basis. Plus, as I said before, you can use your phone and an all-in-one service to broadcast your show, but you can also add in software, complicated microphone setups, and other technical nonsense that can greatly complicate the process of talking and publishing as you go. And in this year, I found that publishing my first show was fairly easy, but publishing the 21st show has been incredibly hard. Lesson number three, storytelling is important. As stated above, storytelling is an extremely important aspect of design. For those of us used to thinking visually, communicating with just our voice can be a hard task, uh, especially when you can't see your audience, you can't pick up the, the cues that tell us whether or not they're getting and are into our story or they're getting ready to you know, stand up and leave. I'll talk about this and other lessons I learned in this post, but focusing on telling a story that you want to hear is the only way you'll create a story that anyone else wants to hear. Lesson four, hyper-focus. One of the biggest mistakes with the podcast I made is that I should have made it, I should have made it my only side hustle venture this year. I mixed in blogging, vlogging, social media content creation, teaching, speaking engagements, and a whole lot of other personal hobbies on top of it. I have a feeling if I had been hyper-focused on the show, I would have been able to create something I'd be even more proud of instead of wondering what else I could have done to make the show better. In episode eight, Building UX Products with Impact, I spoke with four-time founder Stephen Kahn, and he gave me some great advice on hyper-focusing as the key to him being able to launch and sell four successful product companies. I think he called it ruthless focus, and this will be something that I'll be working on and into my plan in 2022. So five, never stop learning. There's so much out there to discover. Never fall into the trap of thinking you learned all that you need to know, and there is nothing left to discover. Um, I've just begun to scratch the surface on what I'll need to know to make a podcast great, but being a beginner again has been refreshing and fun, and it keeps me entertained and coming back for more. I highly suggest being a beginner yourself somewhere. If you are really interested in podcasting, I highly suggest Podcasters Paradise. It's a great class, uh, an amazing Facebook group. Give them a try. Lesson six, don't be afraid to share from wherever you are. Not all of my guests were seasoned professionals, and I did that for a good reason. I started the show with the mission of helping those interested in UX design discover more about the field. In episode five, I had Ivan Kriego come on the show and talk about landing his first role in UX design right after he graduated from a UX bootcamp. I also had Mary ML Sharif in episode 12 talk about her time as a UX mentee. She's now a UX mentor. So wherever you are in your journey, start sharing today. Sam Harper, who was my guest on episode nine, talks about how before he was even a year into his career, he started putting out content on Medium and LinkedIn, and it went super viral. <laughs> He's got a huge following now, kind of completely changed his career path. Um, we all have something to share and a story to tell, so tell it. Okay, seven, you don't need a crazy work setup. 
You can spend an insane amount of money and time on podcasting gear and equipment, but some of the best and most listened to shows in the world have extremely minimal setups and for good reason. Uh, Here's my personal setup. So I use Red Circle for podcast hosting, and this is important. If you want a podcast, you have to have a podcast host. And unless you're releasing multiple shows a week, then Red Circle's free plan will probably be all you need. It's super simple to set up, and it'll walk you through getting published on all the platforms you'll need. This really made my life super easy. Next, Zencaster. Uh, I use this for recording and filming um, podcast interviews. It's a great piece of software. It's not without its flaws, but it's getting better and adding more features constantly. I really enjoy this software, and it's been fun to watch their evolution. Zoom. You can do the same uh, Zencaster as you can with Zoom. Zencaster does it better, but you know, at the end of the day, who wants to be on yet another Zoom call? I use GarageBand for editing the show. It's easy to use and it comes with your Mac if you're an Apple user, which I am. And also being an Adobe subscriber, I set out to use Adobe Audition, but it just was downright too complicated for me and I switched quickly to GarageBand and it's been super easy to use. I use Notion for my note-taking and writing my introductions and outros for the show. Uh, It's amazing how much this app has taken over my life, but I love it. Recording. I bought this Samsung Q2U microphone, which you're listening to now, based on a YouTuber's recommendation, and it's been great. You can purchase an easy all-in-one setup on Amazon. Um, You could go crazy and spend a ton of money, but honestly, this is all you need, and it set me back, I think, $89. So I use LinkedIn to reach out and schedule all of my guests, except for those who have reached out to me to be on the show. Um, And I only use a free version of LinkedIn. I don't pay for any of the other frills. Calendly, um, I use their free plan for scheduling calls and it works great. Uh, So with all those different packages, you can get away with the free plan on just about everything. So if you're only putting in two to four shows a month, which as a beginner is way more than enough, uh, you're going to be fine with the free plan for just about everything. So Lesson number eight is you do need a quiet space. I cannot stress this enough. Do all you can to eliminate background noise before you start recording. You can do a lot in post-production, but it will make your life so much easier to record quality sound to begin with. I'm still learning about this. I still want to improve the quality of my sound. Nine, you can make a big impact on your career. Even if your podcast doesn't take off, it's a great conversation starter in professional networks settings like conferences, meetups, and even interviews. Uh, It'll allow you to meet interesting people and even small opportunities that come from it can take you in a new and unexpected direction. I won't get into the details, but the amount of interesting little opportunities that have come up for me from this very small show were at first a little overwhelming. Got a lot of good feedback, which was great. And even got to the point where guests are reaching out to me to be on the show, which takes a lot of the burden off me, which is fantastic. 10. Just get started. If it's weighing on your mind, just do it. You'll feel so much better once you put it out there. 11. Be transparent and open with your wants. I'm finding that telling people up front what I'm looking for just cuts right to the point, eliminates so much miscommunication, and just makes everyone's lives easier. Telling my guests exactly what I'm looking for and knowing exactly what they're looking to get out of the show um, ensures me that we're both going to have a good time. And this is an important lesson as well to take into your professional life and all your dealings. In episode 18, Jared Treadley speaks to this in depth on the topic of how it relates to your job search. Uh, Give it a listen. That was honestly one of my favorite episodes of the year. 
Lesson 12, you don't have to comment on every post. So doing the social media game is the one thing I hated most about podcasting. I just simply don't enjoy it. I also got into a few little silly arguments completely unintentionally, causing me to waste far too much brain energy um, after commenting on a post that I simply didn't need to comment on. Um, They weren't even controversial issues, but they were things where I thought, you know, I had something to share. I put my two cents in and quickly got berated by someone trying to prove a point that had very little to do with the actual opinion that I put out there. So I stopped commenting um, unless it's a conversation that I really want to be a part of. It's really just not worth the time. 13. It's worth giving it a try even if you know it's going to fail. Um, would you do your podcast even if you knew you were going to fail? I think I heard that question on a Tim Ferriss show. And that was a question I asked myself before I started my show. And my answer was yes. I answered yes because I knew even if I failed, I'd be able to check it off my list. I'd learn a ton. I'd get to talk to some cool people. And most importantly, I'd shut up that voice in my head telling me that this was something that I should do. So finally get that monkey off my back. So if you would do a podcast, even if you knew you would get zero listeners, what else could you take away from it then? There's lessons. Uh, clear thoughts on a subject, a bucket list item checked off your list. There are plenty of reasons to do it and so few not to. 14. You're going to have to dedicate way more time to this craft to make something worth listening to. Um, I said in the beginning that podcasting was easier than you think, which it is. I also said that podcasting is harder because as you get better, you're going to expect more out of yourself and your show. If you want to craft something like the pros do, you're going to have to dedicate a lot of time to this. Weekend Warriors will more than likely not be the next Tim Ferriss or Joe Rogan. But if you put in the time to do it and craft something you're proud of, you'll likely reach the people you need to. And this medium is still small enough that you can scratch out a nice little niche following. And that really may be all you need or want. 15. It's a great way to connect with people. I got to connect with some very kind, cool, interesting people this year. Um, And it was a year without too many in-person activities, so it was kind of a lifeline. It also caused me to reconnect with past colleagues on my show. Brian Evans on episode two, Evan Tyreman on episode three, Mike Reed, episode six, Karen Gallus, episode 10, Viet Huang, episode 14, and Shehab Ibrahim on episode 16. Um, It was really nice to catch up with these folks just for the sake of catching up. But you also don't get to know someone's whole story a lot of the times when you work with them. So having them on the show, at least in my mind, has only heightened our relationships. I also had several past colleagues reach out offline to give me their feedback and just catch up. Once they saw the show was out, which was honestly a highlight from this past year, um, these were people who I really enjoyed, who I eventually fell out of touch with, uh, you know, once we were no longer working together. 16. It's cool to have a side hustle, but make sure you get outside. Um, for me, getting outside is essential to my health and well-being, and that is why I'm so happy I've chosen coastal Georgia as my new home. The weather is great. Honestly, most of the year, it's not boiling hot like you would think it is, and the landscape is something out of a dream. I never feel like I've wasted a day I've spent outdoors. 17. You'll need to make this about something you're truly interested in or passionate about or it'll simply never last. I started this show to teach people about UX design, but to keep it going, I'm going to need to pivot. 
I need to make the show about something I'm much more interested than teaching UX design. I need to make it about the next level, the advanced stuff, the new technologies, the latest books, most intriguing ideas, or simply going, I'm simply going to run out of steam. I can already feel it happening, and I've even considered abandoning the show altogether, but I don't want to do that. So that leads me to lesson 18. It's okay to pivot. I did what I set out to do. I made a show. I enjoyed it. I'm very proud of it. But it's not the right show for me to host. So if I'm going to make it work, I'm going to have to pivot. And that is 100% okay. I don't owe anything to anyone. And based on the small amount of feedback that I have received, my listeners and connections will enjoy the pivot I'm planning to make more than the current show anyhow. So I think it's going to be good for everyone. Lesson 19. Helping someone else achieve something is almost as good as achieving it yourself. It was really great hearing feedback that I've helped somebody in their career. It's honestly up there as a standout highlight um, for me this year. And that goes not only for teaching on the podcast, but also for teaching with springboard.com as a UX mentor. It's been one of the main highlights of the year to connect with and help students get to the next phase of their working lives. And honestly, it's, it's been an honor. Lesson 20, you can and should design your life. Um, I spoke about this in a recent talk I gave to some students at Keene University. I've been a professional designer coming up on 20 years in May. However, I would venture to guess that I have been, for the most part, designing my life since I was born more than 42 years ago. We all have. Of course, parents and others are in charge of our comings and goings and daily routines in the early years of childhood. But once you're old enough to have some form of free will, our actions, inactions, thoughts, and experiences, have designed the lives that we are currently living. Good, bad, or otherwise, we've all been designing our lives, whether we are aware of it or not. Of course, outside hands shape that life. In a mostly free society, the decisions we make determine our outcomes. I think everyone is aware of this to a degree, but the power of this idea has really only begun to hit me this year. And that's, I'm in charge of every aspect of my life, as you are the designer of your own. Yes, some circumstances are beyond our control, but if anything in our lives doesn't fit our vision, we're the only ones that can change it. So just like this podcast, if I'm not enjoying any aspect of my life, I'm simply the only one to blame. But I'm also the only one who's going to change it or make it better. It's both a frightening yet freeing thought all at the same time. No heroes are coming to help us. Our lives will be by our own designs. Okay, last and final one. Lesson 21. It's time for a break. It's been a fun year. It's been packed. Lots learned. Lots crossed off the list. But so much not crossed off the list as well. But all that is going to have to wait. It's time to put aside the side hustles and put life at the forefront. At least for the first quarter of 2022, I'm quitting all my side hustles. No more freelance work. No podcasts, at least for now. No more blogging, unless I just feel the need to write. No more teaching. I've left my post as a UX mentor. No more social media, except for LinkedIn. I've deleted almost all my personal and podcast social media accounts. They're just a distraction from creating meaningful work and enjoying one's time. No more late nights or weekends focused on anything other than family and myself. This is something I haven't done in the past 15 years. To just have a job and a life is almost a foreign concept to me. I've always had a side hustle, side hustles on side hustles. I'm looking forward to boredom (laughs) and the creativity and peace of mind it could create. So here's to wishing you all an amazing and experience-filled 2022. Thank you all for your support. 
Thank you for reading the blog. Thank you for listening to the podcast. And thank you for making this all worthwhile. Uh, it's been one heck of a year. <laughs>